so if you if if for any reason if you get into the equation of creating that sense of insecurity then you become the victim of the backlash because making proving to others that you are not that great mm-hmm. then becomes the agenda of the boss when you look at toxicity it gets triggered by aspects which are purely about insecurity <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of Tell Me Why. If you're a returning listener or if you're a brand new listener, our show is about telling you why anything in the world that you may question. So uh, we will ask each guest a Tell Me Why question uh, related to their expertise. And we will dive deeper into the topic to answer all your questions and give you the advice that you need. Today's guest uh, is uh, Debu Mishra. Um, he is with me today because we're going to talk everything careers uh, today and in the future. He is going to be a returning guest. Uh, Debu, how are you? Welcome to our studio. Thank you. All right. So Debu actually um, has been doing this for quite some time. And uh, the latest topic that we uh, heard from you or that we've read um, from you is about overcoming a toxic boss. What a headline. (laughs) I think that is such a massive and powerful headline. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. It resonates with so many of our readers and our listeners. So tell me a bit more about that. Like what came to mind when you decided to write an article about this? So a bit of personal experience as well, uh, as I had written in the article, most of us experience a toxic boss at some stage in our life. Correct. It's very yes. rare that you'll get through your career without having, you know, had the benefit of working with a toxic <laughs> boss. Benefit, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is a benefit because once you know what a toxic bo- boss looks like, mm-hmm. then you begin to appreciate those who are not. Who are not, okay. And you know that you need to keep Uh, you know your relationship going yeah. with them that's the glass half full kind of <laughs> look right. into it okay so the genesis of uh, what makes a toxic boss uh, starts with i i wouldn't blame people who who are toxic bosses because they most of the time don't even realize that how toxic they are and what they're doing to the teams okay uh, it happens when a leader or a boss gets too focused on the task at hand and ignores the people who he or she is working with and who's responsible for helping him or her get things done. Mm-hmm. So when the task becomes extremely important, you tend to uh, you know, display toxic behaviors, which is okay. uh, pushing, creating stress, being too focused on the outcomes and the results and not knowing, not helping people understand the process of how to do things. Mm-hmm. But there is a darker side to... Uh, toxicity which becomes very very dangerous when bosses tend to believe that their insecurities of how good or bad they are is fed by making others feel small and therefore they feel superior so the the mm-hmm. need to feel superior to the people that they lead mm-hmm. sometimes uh, spills over into the dark side of leadership which is yelling and shouting and screaming and making others look small yeah so that they appear to be superior they may not uh, in most cases they are not so toxicity has two elements to it a very strong focus on the task mm-hmm. and ignoring the people who will get it done 
Yeah. And the second is a very strong focus on the need to feel superior mm-hmm. and in the process destroying the people that you're working with making them feel small. So a combination of this is extremely extremely dangerous and it it starts to impact mental health, uh, productivity, morale. Yes. Yes. All of those. Yeah. So that's actually like one of the questions that I had in mind is how do you deal with that because certainly like having a toxic boss doesn't only affect your day-to-day operations in the company that you're in but it also has worse like much worse repercussions like outside of work as well this you might find yourself you know lashing out or the repercussions just continue with you so i wanted to ask you about that so the 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 spillover is into family life into your social circle mm-hmm. and uh, water cooler conversation so if you find in an organization of people are constantly you know uh, meeting and talking in hushed tones near the water cooler yeah. or over a cup of tea obviously they're trying to vent the stress mm-hmm. that they have experienced and uh, at home uh, relationships start getting impacted because you're so stressed out mm-hmm. that you transfer that toxicity into the personal relationships as well so you get too caught up with work and therefore you're ignoring your loved ones yes uh, uh, the stress of the work starts uh, impacting personal relationships health as i said that you know you'll get ulcers if you cannot speak up mm-hmm. you will see that you'll get ulcers uh, and you yes. know acid reflux all of these are signs that yes. you're trying to bottle in your stress and frustration mm-hmm. the reason why it is uh, uh, it happens or the reason why it happens is that in many organizations the performance or the outcomes and results are over indexed in terms of importance mm-hmm. and therefore the high performers are given a free pass with their behavior right and you'll see this repeated across almost all across the world in most organizations mm-hmm. and it is also very dominant in uh, you know asian and western cultures as well yeah uh, where performance and money and compensation and stature and prestige become mm-hmm. very very uh, you know signals of achievement right in those uh, societies and those scenarios uh, toxic behaviors are tolerated tolerated by the larger mm. population is it because industries or companies have become more number driven than quality maybe driven do you feel like is it because people are focusing on the numbers and getting the most out of their employees rather than their well-being and the quality yeah it's a cascade effect so you look at the stock prices they are determined by <coughs> analysts analysts look at the growth projections the profitability yeah and that then transfers to the board and the ceo Mm-hmm. think that how do i improve my numbers how do i improve profitability mm-hmm. and all of these uh, then dovetail into a very simple equation you every leader is trying to ensure that they're getting more done at, with less mm-hmm. and they're achieving more with the same so these right. are the two and that's a stress that's pushing stress down so the markets investors create stress for the board and the leadership Right. the board and the leadership then ask the management team or the cxo team to deliver on that mm-hmm. and if the leaders are not equipped or they haven't been uh, trained and invested in in how to deal with that uh, pressure 
they will just rain down on the people below them yes so that's Precisely. passing the <laughs> you know yes. the dark clouds rain down on the the weakest of the lot which is the yeah. young and those who are don't have a enough or a strong enough voice in the organization so it's it's all linked it's all linked and we live live in a very uh, you know achievement uh, driven society mm-hmm. where the measure of success is faster cars bigger houses more compensation right. where you are holidaying biggest tallest <laughs> fastest yes. you know yeah more so that's that's a pressure and <laughs> yeah. that reflects in toxicity yeah in the world of work okay so before we dive into how i overcome this toxicity and how i overcome a toxic boss like what are some tips and tricks before we dive into that i wanted to ask a question about a toxic boss that may not even be getting stress from above so it's a possible scenario that uh, your your manager or boss at that time felt threatened Okay. So if if your performance stood out amongst the others, so if it was only you, okay. If your performance stood out and he wasn't receiving enough praise mm-hmm. for what he was doing, then you were the you know threat uh, oh, okay. to his uh, you know presence or mm. even relevance in the team. Right. Uh, b- when you look at toxicity, it gets triggered by aspects which are purely about insecurity okay so if you if if for any reason if you get into the equation of creating that sense of insecurity then you become the victim of the backlash because making proving to others that you are not that great mm-hmm. then becomes the agenda of the boss okay if if you are seen as you know doing fantastic job and there's not enough praise coming in the boss's way then you become the you become the problem which okay. needs to be solved by making creating enough evidence mm-hmm. that you are not that good okay so we've spoken about what characterizes a, a toxic boss how do i overcome it if i am today in a toxic environment in a toxic work environment to be specific and my boss is definitely making it worse what are some tips and tricks first is uh, i would say that reflect upon do you have enough evidence so is there okay. enough factual evidence or do you feel that way is it your perception mm-hmm. so it's extremely important to know like the uh, your case that you highlighted mm-hmm. if you were the only one receiving the toxic behavior uh, you should just check that you know reconfirm that you are the only one yeah and then go to the root cause of saying that uh, why is it happening is it that uh, you know you're making the boss insecure Mm-hmm. uh is there a reason are you doing things in a way which is not acceptable to them mm-hmm. or unpleasant are you leaving a lot of gray area where they are struggling to understand how they can be relevant to you so oh. it's a relationship okay it's not transactional so it's a relationship even their relevance for that boss subordinate relationship has to be uh, you know dealt mm-hmm. looked into mm-hmm. now if if you were to understand the facts as to it is actually just a toxic boss irrespective of who they are interacting with that's one analysis then you'll have to deal with it separately if it is just you and the boss and he or she is perfectly fine with everybody else then that has to be dealt with separately because it could be you could have triggered there could have been an instance or an event where you could have triggered mm-hmm. a sense of insecurity or sense of unhappiness mm-hmm. which for which you are receiving this behavior So first take the step of understanding what's causing it. 
Okay. Is it the person or is it just the relationship, uh, you know, that's causing it? The second aspect is to go in, once you have understood that, to go into the reason or what is driving that behavior. Mm. So is it that uh, you're not keeping the boss informed about what you're doing? Some uh, some people, and it's quite fair for leaders and managers, some people would like to be deeply involved. They want to know what's happening. The micromanager types. Uh, yeah, I would say that uh, they are perfectionists, they have a standard, okay. and therefore if they don't trust you to deliver to those standards, they would micromanage. Okay. And I say this with great confidence because I have been a micromanager in the past. Okay. <laughs> so that's my justification right. for being a micromanager. Okay. That uh, you want to deliver a particular standard, mm -hmm. and if you don't have faith in the individual that they or he or she would deliver to that standard, mm -hmm. you tend to micromanage to ensure that those standards are standards are going to be met. Um, we spoke about how to deal with them, and we spoke about the traits of toxic bosses, and we spoke about what may cause it, the implications it has on the employee. Um, now, there's a buzzword that's been trending quite a lot these days, gaslighting. Right. So I want to talk about gaslighting because I feel like it's one of the traits of a toxic boss. I feel like toxic bosses do gaslight their, their employees. Can you maybe tell us the different types of gaslighting um, and how bosses use or abuse it? So uh, gaslighting largely uh, is feeding the insecurity of the boss. Okay. That's the only reason that would that they would use it, mm -hmm. and which I explained earlier that the need to l feel superior by making others feel small. Okay. And the ways in which somebody could do it, it it's an immense you know opportunity space for somebody who wants to do it. Public humiliation, mm. always finding faults, mm -hmm. uh, you know, completely disrupting lives of people. Like you set up a meeting and you don't turn up. Yeah. And you have made somebody prepare, uh, you know, over the weekend for a meeting. Mm. And you just don't turn up or cancel it at the last moment. Right. Now, somebody who spent the entire weekend preparing for it, you know, just imagine how they feel. They feel miserable. Yeah. So, gaslighting takes uh, various uh, shapes and form and uh, largely driven to feel bigger and by making somebody else feel smaller. Okay. Uh, in many cases, I, you know, uh, I work uh, with leaders and I keep telling them that if people hide the bad news from you, uh, the it's a danger sign. That means that they don't want to be shouted at. They don't want to be hauled up. Mm. And if you keep pointing out mistakes and you know shortcomings, so there are two types of review meetings that happen in organizations. Mm -hmm. One is where the entire meeting will focus on what did not get done, what was not achieved. Right. And there's another meeting where there will be a fair share of appreciation of, you know, what was achieved, progress made, and a very, very positive and constructive discussion around wherever things didn't happen, how we could make it happen. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a feed forward of saying that, great job, these were stuff done brilliantly, this is very good progress, let's now discuss, you know, what needs to be done, mm -hmm. and here are possible ways in which you could possibly you know approach it and let's review it and see so that we are able to achieve it right the difference between the two scenarios is that organizations which have this you know approach of focusing on the negatives and what didn't happen the bad news is brushed under the carpet or it is hidden 
Right. So people start hiding skeletons in the cupboard, mm. and it never comes out till it's too late. Uh, that's that's a very unhealthy environment. Mm. Everybody is stressed because bad news is lurking all around, but it's not visible. Yes. And uh, organization performance starts dipping because you're not focused on the right things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, my suggestion to people is that if you see gaslighting as a behavior, you need to point out to the leader what harm it will do for the business performance for their own performance if there is a way for you to highlight that you could probably stem the gaslighting initially okay but if it is just a individual if it is not the organizational culture right but if it is just an individual who does it find an avenue most organizations have a healthy corporate governance approach mm-hmm. where they have uh, you know a helpline or they even have an anonymous uh, whistleblower policy Yeah. So do that so that the facts come out and somebody steps in and stems the rot early. Okay. So this this would be the right approach and otherwise you can't do much about it if it is yeah. just the individual we are we are, we don't work in organizations to fix yeah. a problem individual. We work in organizations to operate as a team. Yes. And focus on the larger good for the organization which is dealing with toxic behavior as it needs to be dealt with of course okay so let's say i've done everything i could i have spoken to my boss one on one tried to figure things out used all the tips that you've uh, provided us today yet i'm still dealing with the same problems over and over again maybe it gets better for a period of time but we go back to square one what is your advice for a person like that is it time to move on um is it time to uh, maybe explore other options what is your advice time to move on is when the organization says that they won't be able to deal with it okay so if you get a response from the larger organization that we this is a this individual is a high performer mm-hmm. this individual is doing great mm-hmm. uh, we can't really do much about your discomfort or unhappiness with it yeah that's a time to move on because it's it's not going to get as i pointed out earlier the investors the stock markets everybody else is putting enough pressure they they would rather deal with that yeah. than one unhappy employee of course but if the larger organization is supportive if the environment is healthy it is important for you to find a new boss and the new bosses need not necessarily outside the organization okay you could move roles within the organization go and work in another division or another team where the individual is known for being a great uh, person okay the second is to find a mentor within the organization so somebody who will tell you how to deal with the situation mm. which will take a very constructive and positive approach of you know Mm. fixing the problem by moving you uh, to a, to somebody else who's more nurturing and supportive mm-hmm. and the third is third and most important is that you ensure that you have documented it it cannot be telephonic conversations mm. in person conversations write it down you know put it down in an email share it with hr share it with uh, a leadership team member saying that you know i'm struggling with this yeah I need I need some guidance can can you suggest somebody who can guide me through this maybe I need to figure out a way of doing things differently right so be constructive about it rather than complaining mm-hmm. but document it the moment you document it it becomes a priority for everybody to resolve it mm. here say conversations which are 
not on record right. really never help. Of course. Of course. I mean, everyone says have everything in written form so that you can, you have something to present to, as proof. Okay, so mentioning that, actually, I remembered I have a friend who was complaining about her boss who is actually quite inappropriate in the workplace, uses inappropriate language, um, and doesn't necessarily have a good relationship with any of the employees. I remember she went to HR and she complained, um, and they did take it seriously. However, nothing changed. What's the next step? What would your n- next advice be for her? Follow up or what What else can she do? Be very explicit about it with the person whose behavior is inappropriate and do it very explicitly. Okay. Saying that, you know, this behavior of yours, this is the impact it is having on me. It okay. makes me feel, you know, it is demeaning. It stresses me out. It causes a lot of mental trauma for me. Right. The next time around, I would expect you to, you know, do it in this way. I would really appreciate it. Okay. Do it once or twice, thrice, and then register a formal complaint. Because sometimes the the person on the other side doesn't know what impact or how serious it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, uh, like uh, inappropriate jokes, inappropriate behavior, inappropriate language is some sometimes seen as progress. And therefore, it uh, becomes a bragging right rather than mm. seen as inappropriate behavior. Yes. So pointing it out and expressing your discomfort is extremely, extremely important as the first step. It's It's been a pleasure just having this conversation with you. So many more questions have come to mind, but we will save those for next time because we'll talk everything careers. Like we'll talk about career progression. We'll talk about um, uh, finding new skills. We will talk about these things with you again, Debu. The, to the listeners, uh, the most important thing is that you should be taking care of yourself. And only when you have taken care of yourself will you be in a position to do good work, or to lead others. So take care of yourself. Don't get too stressed. Deal with the stress. If it is a toxic boss, deal with it appropriately. (laughs) Golden advice. I think that's spot on. Thank you so much. We look forward to having you back on. And to our listeners, you know the drill. If you want to send in any questions, podcast at gulfnews.com. If you want to suggest any topics that we could discuss with Debu, podcast at gulfnews.com. We will also link to Debu's article, which has been published on gulfnews.com. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you.